Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why, well, why not? And today's what is going to be a delightful trip into the forums of bodybuilding.com. Now, of course, bodybuilding.com is a website that is mostly about bodybuilding, weightlifting, and fitness, and you know, all kinds of supplements and things of that nature. Now, bodybuilding.com also has a forum. Now, the forum has a lot of discussions about weightlifting and bodybuilding, but it also has a lot of stranger topics in their sort of general categories section. And that's what I'm going to be reading from. But before we get started, I just want to say uh, sorry for the absence. I caught a very long lingering chest cold that made um, <coughs> they made recording things kind of a pain in the butt. And now I'm back on the mend and yeah, finally not coughing constantly. I'm coughing a little bit, but uh, I'm better. So I thought, why not record an episode? So anyway, just want to take a quick moment to say thanks to everyone who has rated the podcast on iTunes lately. There's been an uptick in reviews. I love that. And on Facebook, where it went over 1,200 likers of the Facebook page. So that's great. I'm glad people have been enjoying the super weird stuff I've been posting on the Facebook page because I think it's funny. <laughs> And thanks for everyone who's requested magnets. I still have about 20 magnets left. So if you've been saying, well, do I really want a magnet? I'm afraid to ask. Now's the time to ask because I have the magnets. If you're concerned that I won't send it to you in Tasmania, I've got international stamps. I will send a magnet anywhere. Why not? Yeah, so do those things. Rate the podcast, ask for a magnet. That's all I ask. Oh, and as we get closer to the holidays, I will once again remind people that uh, if you want a holiday recording for your loved one, I'll be happy to make one. Just contact me at loureads at gmail.com, and I will read pretty much anything, you know, unless it's super long at a very reasonable rate. In the past, I've recorded voice answering machine messages, Kickstarter uh, recordings, as I posted on the Facebook page, as well as reading someone's personal short stories and i think everyone has been pleased for the most part as far as i can tell no one's complained uh, you know and if you're getting close to the holidays and you're thinking about buying some stuff through amazon please consider going to lureads.com and clicking the amazon link i have there so that i can get my pittance of referral money that i use to then buy my family crap so without further ado let's get right into reading from bodybuilding.com. Now, bodybuilding.com is a very lively and long-storied forum, and it has a number of interesting topics going on. But if you read the forums, you'll notice there's a lot of terrible grammar and a lot of very strange and odd questions. And, you know, there's a, I'd say the forum has a pretty heavy troll aspect going on, but uh, the bodybuilding.com forums tend to just sort of pop up on my radar every once in a while, so I decided to Try to find some stuff to read from it. So, without any further ado, after I said that before, now I mean it, let's get into the episode. So, the first thing we'll read is in the bodybuilding.com forum, subforum, more general categories, subforum, miscellaneous, subforum, religion slash politics, in a thread started by Johnny Rocket entitled, Was Incest Needed for the Creation of Humanity? And it goes like this. Let's see if anyone can answer my question. If Adam and Eve have been the first two humans who started the entire humanity by procreating, and they only had two sons, Cain and Abel, how did these two procreate if they had no women? 
Now, let's suppose Adam and Eve had two daughters, too, but so did the brothers have to fuck each other to procreate? Bug-eyed emoticon. The question is, was incest needed for the creation of humanity? And Woden writes, You run into problems such as these when you believe in primitive creation myths. And Heavy Lifter 954 writes, Well, if that's true, you know what they say about incest and how you can be born deformed. So I guess that's why some people have bug noses, some are Chinese, and some are black, and some are white. They're just birth defects. And Underdog writes, Chillax, guys, I can answer this question, although I think maybe the question should have been revised. Back then, brother-sister intermarriage wasn't brother-sister intermarriage as we see it now. But in order for the human population to increase and multiply, that needed to occur. But let me extract a piece from an article that I have read. Quote-unquote, provided marriage was one man to one woman for life, brackets based on Genesis 1 and 2, there was no disobedience to God's laws originally when close relatives, brackets brothers and sisters, married each other. But Moses came 400-something years later to bring that law forbidding marriages such as those. And just a man writes, Yo, I have always wondered about that. I have never heard an answer that rang true for this. I actually don't think I ever heard any answers for this. I really have no idea. And Underdog replies, I know what you're saying. I was like, quote unquote, oh crap, how does this work? But then I just realized that we are all considered, quote unquote, one blood since we are descendants of Adam and Eve. But God did lay some laws concerning marriages and that it is immoral and wrong for two of the same relation to marry each other, despite the fact that we are all, quote unquote, one blood. It's a touchy topic, but I hope we can all see what they did in the beginning was neither immoral or wrong. And RU4869 writes, There's no sure answer to this question, but here's an opinion from some believers that I share. In Genesis 4.16, Is says that Cain went unto the land of Nod and knew his wife, and she bore a son unto him called Enoch. Now, before this occurrence, there would have been only Adam, Eve, Cain, and Abel. The name of Cain's wife is not given. Therefore, there must have been other people in the land at the same time as Adam and Eve. Most of the prophets, brackets, very few exceptions, Balim and Nebuchadnezzar, for example, all of the great kings of Israel and the Messiah, Jesus Christ, are direct descendants of Adam and Eve as listed throughout the Bible, brackets, which is perhaps filled with genealogies for this reason alone. God chose Adam and Eve from among all his creation. In response to your second question, and I'll do more research on this if you're interested, it is listed in the Talmud brackets Jewish tradition that Noah was given seven commandments out of the ten. Any Bible experts, please be merciful to me if I have messed up any of the above information on account of my being out of study for a while. And Johnny Rocket replies, So it's true. A brother and a sister had to, quote-unquote, do the thing for humanity to exist. That's fucking utterly disgusting. I wish someone would come up with a better explanation. Adam, Eve, and their sons were the only humans. We are a bunch of subhuman, horribly deformed and filthy scumbags, and we never knew it. I want my money back. Frowny face emoticon. And Smucker's Natura writes, And how exactly do you propose that Earth be populated then? And Johnny Rocket replies, Dunno, I wouldn't fuck my sister even if God himself told me to do so. Would you? And Smucker's Natural writes, Think now, if there are only two people on Earth... How else could they do it? Besides, it's only a sin and wrong when God says it's wrong, as he is the one that is Lord over the universe and its rules. And Syrian Kid writes, 
Adam and Eve had two sons and two daughters. The sons interwed with the daughters. Quote, unquote, incest was later forbidden by God, and clearly when it was lawful, it was the way in which mankind propagated. Brackets, each of them being born with a twin sister. When they were grown up, Adam, by God's direction, ordered Cain to marry Abel's twin sister and Abel to marry Cain's. Brackets, for it being the common opinion that marriages ought not to be had in the nearest degrees of consanguinities, since they must necessarily marry their sister, it seemed reasonable to suppose they ought to take those of the remoter degree. But this Cain refused to agree to, because his own sister was the handsomest. Adam ordered them to make their offerings to God, thereby referring the dispute to his determination. The commenters say Cain's offering was a sheaf of the worst of his corn, but Abel's a fat lamb of the best of his flock. And Johnny Rocket replies, I always think that maybe Genesis wasn't written to be taken literally. There are lots of metaphors, and we'll never be able to understand some things. And Syrian Kid replies, actually, everything is to be taken literally unless otherwise indicated, not vice versa. And Trans NRG writes, SK put it well. Firstly, during Adam and Eve's era, incest was not forbidden by God. Secondly, the genetic factors would not play a role at all. Adam and Eve were created perfectly. This means no mutations of any gene was available in their gene pool. Same goes for the children. Mutations arise through time, and the chance for one mutation is a 1 times 10 to the power of 8, brackets average. So, without mutated genes, the genetic concerns would not be meaningful during Adam and Eve. And we'll leave that thread and go to a new thread in the bodybuilding.com forums, more general categories, subform, miscellaneous subform, religion slash politics subform, in a thread started by SuperDrool entitled, Why is homosexuality, quote unquote, acceptable and consensual incest not? And it goes like this. And no, I don't condone incest, but I'm asking about the reasoning behind outlawing incest while allowing homosexuality, religion aside. And Memnock writes, Homosexuality is tolerated by some but opposed by others and certainly does not enjoy any form of universal acceptance. But I presume you are talking legality, which it certainly does have in most of the world. Incest, the high chance of corruption of DNA if pregnant by a relative leading to contamination of the gene pool. Socially, it's fairly obvious. And to be big rights. But homosexuality is not widely accepted, more tolerated. Incest is also just wrong. And 4AM Workouts writes, Sadly, someone recently did a study on this, the DNA corruption, and found this to be a myth. Ironically, you are in the UK which condones incest among the nobles. And Con Paulson writes, He's trying to get at, quote-unquote, how could it be just wrong? I haven't seen this argument before, but the premise is clear. It's between two consenting adults and behind closed doors, so it doesn't affect anyone. That is the same argument used in advocacy of homosexuals regularly. Either way, I'm against either one. Some people may have homosexual urges or even incest urges, but they can restrain themselves accordingly. And Wiyutuv writes, I'm not personally bothered by either, but not a fan of either. And WSU guy writes, I'd be interested in any study that says incest doesn't increase the chance of mutation by a significant amount. With rare recessive disorders, incest will increase the odds of the recessive trait being expressed. For example, brother slash sister share a genotype A, capital A, lowercase a, brackets, heterozygous. While the wild type would be capital A, capital A, their chance of having a child expressing the recessive gene in his slash her phenotype would be one-fourth with a two-fourth chance of being a carrier and a one-fourth chance of being normal. 
And Pusherman adds, surprise, we agree. I personally find homosexuality and incest to be repulsive as well. I would never engage in either. However, I don't believe in the position to look down on another or tell them what they can or can't do. And I can't believe so many people believe they are in such a position of superiority that they can decide what right and wrong for someone else. Let people live their own lives and you live yours. And Con Paulson writes, oh, I agree. They'll do as they do, but they can't honestly expect for me to treat such acts with any level of respect. I just wouldn't associate with them. The thing is, though, they want the people that don't like it to accept it. I won't accept it because I don't like it. What I will expect and accept is that they will do it anyway. And Memnock replies, Well, here is the wiki entry on it. It's a multifaceted debate, so there are lots of points to consider. I suggest people read it cover to <laughs> I suggest people read this to cover ground in the topic. And it is a link to the wiki slash incest. In France, brackets, yes, the cheese-eating surrender monkeys, incest is legal between two consenting adults. And Con Paulson writes, So that explains the French. Smiling emoticon. And Melkor writes, LOL, grinning emoticon. Incest just isn't as popular. Once you have more people doing it, I guarantee that people will lobby to have it legalized as well. Pedophilia already has a lobby group. Why not incest? Frowning emoticon. And El Mariachi replies, I agree. My belief on life is, quote-unquote, live and let live. I'm not in any position to judge others. I can only control myself and live what I think is right but I do not like it when people expect me to accept something that is dead wrong to me. I let them live as they choose, but when they come around, put it in my face, and try to force me to recognize them for what they do, that is when I get upset. I don't force my beliefs on others, nor morals, nor my sexuality. I expect the same courtesy in return. And Machina writes, Why do homophobes think there's any strength or validity towards comparing homosexuality with deviant, destructive behaviors like animal abuse, child abuse, or incest? And El Mariachi replies, Why do people like yourself automatically label others? People have the right to disagree with whatever they want to in life without being labeled by pompous, arrogant, quote-unquote, holier-than-thou pricks. Yes, that includes homosexuality. Disagreeing with homosexuality does not make you a quote-unquote homophobe. That is just a label people use when they don't have an argument to stand on, so they decide to attack the other person instead. Please grow up. Thank you. And Melkor adds, Quoted for excellence, grinning emoticon, I get sick of being told that I'm a homophobe for personally believing homosexuality is wrong. I have had many homosexual friends, and no many more. I don't care what they do in private any more than they cared what I do in private. People can choose for themselves, but that doesn't change my belief that it is wrong. And Pusherman replies, When was the last time someone came around and put it, brackets, their sexuality in your face and tried to force you to recognize what they do? I'm being dead serious. I've been approached numerous times by someone pushing their religion on me, but never someone pushing their sexuality on me. I'm just curious. How often does that really happen? And Uncle Bob adds, Sex is a physical act of pleasure or reproduction that people attach emotions or spirituality to. Every person has their own views. I wouldn't have sex with a man or a hot cousin as it doesn't turn me on. But it may for others. I guess as long as both people are consenting and don't try to force their beliefs on others, there really isn't a problem. Bestiality is illegal since animals can't consent and you might end up getting kicked or mauled. Pedophilia is illegal because children don't have the right mindset to consent. So as long as it's private in both, brackets or more, people consent, then there really 
isn't a problem. And we'll leave that thread to a new thread in the bodybuilding forums, more general category subforum, subforum miscellaneous, in a thread started by Knights entitled, I think someone is jerking off on my desk. And it goes like this. I came home from work today and there's Vaseline on my mouse and all over my calculator. I also found my dad's wallet. WTF. And King of Chaos replies, Dude, your dad is jerking his chain at your desk. Zero underscore zero. That's gross. And Dynamite Monkey replies, LOL, three exclamation points. Man, I was visiting my parents' house last month, and they had all kinds of funky-ass sex tracker icons on the desktop. I had to clean that shit up and show my dad how to properly download prawn. As strange as it sounds, it was a great father-slash-son moment. LOL, no joke, grinning emoticon. And Sweets replies, I hope to avoid such a moment with my father as long as I live. And Dynamite Monkey answers, He was almost in tears from laughing so hard when I showed him that nasty-ass fart hammer guy and the clip of the dude doing a bong load out of some chick's pussy. At the time, he was about five to eight weeks post-prostate cancer surgery, so both parents were all supportive about prawn on the PC. He needs to get his dick working properly again. Okay. And Hater254 writes, Just smell it, winking eye emoticon. LOL, during the holidays, I tug it so much my bin starts smelling of cum. LOL, I start trying to hide it by pouring aftershave into the bin. It's horrible. Then my mom starts rummaging through it because she's a recycle freak. I always try to take the bin straight outside and separate the recyclables myself. Started taking the tissues straight downstairs and flushing them down the toilet. LOL, never done it on the mouse though, winking emoticon. Although I came home once and found some crusty white stuff on my mouse mat. And my little brother was quote unquote ill that day. Worrying stuff. <laughs> and C. Hall replies, If you ever catch him jerking off at your desk, grab the jar of Vaseline, take your pants off, and join him. The more, the merrier. And Danny Pupster replies, Okay, here's something gross. I have always wondered about my brother. And one day, since we switched off doing trash, there was a hot dog in his trash can. I was like, what the fuck? So I started looking at it, and there was brown stuff all over it. I was like, well, maybe he made a chili dog or something like that. So I asked my mom if she knew anything about it. Nope. Apparently, she had bought the hot dogs the night before around nine because we were going to have them the next day. Therefore, that night, he must have snuck down, grabbed a frozen hot dog, and gone at it. This is the talk I dread the most. And Bluto underscore Cibolo CKS writes, WTF. Your brother has been ramming himself with a frozen hot dog? Shudder. And Lloyd Banks adds, LOL, man, rolling eyes emoticon. I went for a Vactaeon, and when I came back, I found so many porn icons on my desktop. You know the ones which say, quote unquote, download this triple X dialer and get free porn. LOL, so much junk on my desktop. I just deleted them and didn't ask my dad about it. Rolling eyes emoticon. And sadly, that was the last post in the thread. So we'll take this opportunity to go to a new thread, again in the bodybuilding forum, subforum, more general category, subforum, miscellaneous, subforum, relationships and relationship help, in a thread started by Easy Gainer entitled, Jerking Off Techniques. And it goes like this. If this isn't a sticky, fuck it, but it should be. Post your techniques for getting the best out of your hand-penis relationship here. I'll post a few ditties myself. One, stand up, just before you come, your legs will go wobbly and you'll start to rotate with the orgasm. Best done in front of some good porn on the computer, then just unload it all on the screen. And Easy Gainer replies again. 
Two, my ex used to do this, so it's best done by a girl. Hold the balls as you're pulling off. It feels great. And Easer Gainer adds again. This one is a classic that I invented myself. I put old balls oil on your balls before you pull off. It's a eucalyptus or something, nasal decongestant oil, and it gets a cold burning sensation in your balls. Feels great, but don't put too much on or it'll feel like your balls are on fire. Two to three drops will do. And Easy Gainer adds again. A personal favorite, but if poorly timed, you've just wasted a wank. It's hard to discipline yourself for this one, so be warned. Just as you feel the orgasm coming, stop and you'll get a mild feeling in the cock. Then just as this goes, go at it like mad. Guaranteed, your cock will feel like a rock and you will have an amazing one. If you mistime it, you'll just be left with the mild feeling. And Easy Gainer adds again. Another classic is to squeeze the balls, brackets, lightly as you blow your load. If done correctly, it simulates those wet dreams from days gone by. Sniffle. And Chiba102 writes, I have no need to jerk off, but I will recommend this for those that do. Put a little menthol in your lube. Vicks works, but not too much. Stick as many fingers into your ass as you can. Be careful that no Vicks are on those fingers. Rub your prostate gland. After you nut, go to the mirror and say three times the following words. I will find a woman, I will find a woman, I will find a woman. Other than that, make sure you do not tell anyone about your sad life. And Dan adds, Ha! I saw that in Road Trip, but never thought it worked. Ha ha, that's funny. Dan. And Boogie adds, I have never heard or read about this, and I discovered it myself. The double orgasm. Right before you come, stand up. After you're done dripping, brackets, should last a few seconds, put pressure on the head of your penis, pushing it toward you, and play with your balls for more stimulation. If done right, you will orgasm again. And Brock Boy Paul writes, I've done this one where Easy Gainer says to masturbate, and just as you get a sensation, you stop, wait, and then go hard again. But I do that four or five times to prolong my nighttime jerks. Brackets, do it five to six times a day. I'm a teen and horny, damn it, and also have had anal stimulation, and that has really created a great orgasm. Thank you, Road Trip. And Insk replies, Ha ha, five to six times a day? That's a lot. Everybody jerks off, even if you do have a girlfriend. If you say you don't, you're just full of it or weird. And the Jivist Turkey adds, Chiba, I'm a newbie to this site, and already I can tell you're a weirdo. Every normal guy yanks his crank. Just because he wants to know some good techniques doesn't mean he's gay. I mean, I would like to know also. I'm secure enough with my sexuality that I don't mind reading this and posting what I do. Anyway, I've noticed that if you beat off more than once, it doesn't feel too great. But then keep watching the porno until you, quote-unquote, get up again. Crank it like there's no tomorrow, and a lot of times the second time is almost enough to make me scream, LOL. And Chiba102 replies, I am weird? I have no problem with jerking off. I never said that. Four periods. I guess you have to learn to read better. Five periods. Some of you need to do it. Three periods. I don't have that need right now. I don't see how that it was a problem. My problem is that people jerk off instead of getting women. Sure, I know that you all have women, but since you want new techniques, four periods, stick those fingers up your ass, four periods. You see, you learned something new today. Three periods. 
Oh, yeah. Come back and make a post on how good it was and if your wiggling your fingers is better than the thrust method. But since you are new, visit some of my treads to jerk yourself off tonight. Five periods. You see, that was my gift to you. No period. And Easy Gainer replies, That sounds like it is dissing jerking off. So, yeah, you are bent. And Chiba102 replies, LOL, three periods. Are you sure you have a woman? The way you are acting, three periods, I would say your girlfriend was your hand. Listen, jerk off, three periods. I don't care. Eat your cum. Rub it on your face. Stick some fingers in your ass. Three periods. Have fun. I guess your next thread will be an invite to your house for a circle jerk. Think of all the fun. I don't know what to say, three periods. You want me to send you some hand lotion? And user 877-454-7731-547197248 replies, Chiba102, what the hell are you talking about, bro? A few things you fail to realize. If I didn't whack off, I would go around raping girls. It's the only thing that stops me. Secondly, about having a quote-unquote girlfriend, as you put it. So what about having a girlfriend? It doesn't mean that you're going to go plug her six times a day. Not all of us go around looking for dirty sluts. Some of us actually have a respectable girlfriend who isn't a dirty whore, which is the only thing you look for. GMAV. And Pimp Jigger replies, So in summation, what you are trying to say is that you're on the verge of becoming a rapist and your G slash F doesn't put out. And Chaos Jester adds, Chiba, normally 99% of the time I agree with you on everything, but not really on this one. I have a horny GF who is damn good in bed and I can get it pretty much whenever I want, but I still jerk it pretty often. Not six times a day or nothing, but a few times a week. I mean, when she's at work, school, and I'm horny as hell, I take care of it. I won't sleep with a chick unless she's hot. I just can't do it. I wish I were like you and could get off to an ugly boat. <laughs> I wish I were like you and could get off to an ugly hoe, but I am not that fortunate. I don't see why you care that he's posting jerking techniques. There is much weirder, stupider things posted on here. I do agree that a lot of them are losers who won't go and get women and sit in their dark room beating it wishing they had a hoe, but 90% of the guys who have talented horny GFs still beat it. It's just something that will never die. And we'll move from that thread to a new thread in the bodybuilding.com forums, subform more general categories, subform miscellaneous, in a thread started by Sadati20. Entitled, Why Does Most Vagina? And it goes like this. Why does most vagina smell like copper or a bag of pennies? Has anyone noticed this? Unless the girl is right out of the shower or has an amazingly clean vag, most vages have a little smell or a big smell of copper. They all smell the same. And Swole Main writes, It can't help that it is right next to their ass. Slant mouth emoticon. And EX3E1989 replies, Yo, dog, go smell some vag other than your mums or your sisters, then report back, cuz. And Shadow Clutch writes, Uh, what the fuck kind of vag do you swim in? Never smelled a copper vag in my life. And Sadati20 replies, Okay, I can't really put my finger around the exact smell, but that's the smell it's closest to. And Organichu writes, at least they don't taste as bad as semen. Brackets, no homo. And Wayne Newton writes, Maybe iron from blood? You're getting your red wings, brah? And Sadati 20 adds, So I'm the only one? 
and Ruhr writes, it's a fucking hole in the chick that is covered half the day with clothes getting sweat and fabric in it, so it can't be the best smelling thing. I'm sure our cocks can't smell that great either. Brackets, no homo. And no underscore rain checks writes, any vag, no matter how dirty or how many times it has been smushed, will smell better than my gooch, so I'm not complaining. And X hyphen Terminator writes, I've wondered the same thing myself. As you can see, my girl is very hygienic. And he has a posted a picture of a robot. And Redhead Law 7 writes, from Urban Dictionary, four, mouthful of pennies. When you go down on your girl, you know, eat her up, and it's the taste of her vajayjay, like a mouthful of pennies. You know what I'm talking about. Noun, I just got a mouthful of pennies. And CJJLPSP writes, the metallic smell is usually when the girl is on the rag. Otherwise, it shouldn't smell like that. And Sadani20 asks, Okay, so a lot of the girls I've slept with had bleeding vages? I don't think so. And Footballista89 writes, Rather have smelled coins than the fucking armpit odor I got from the last chick I experienced. And Daniel Bouchamp writes, Shouldn't smell or taste like that unless she's just off her period. Maybe you're licking weird girls, ha ha ha. And AFMRQ writes, this. That's how you can tell a girl is getting close to start their quote-unquote bleed week if she hasn't already. Their juices will taste, as you said, like metals. Either that or she uses her vagine as a coin purse. Git. And Nose Miner asks, You're GF Lady Liberty? <laughs> and Edsolent writes, Licking vagina is like licking a 9-volt battery. Wait, what? Wurt? And Hello Waits 7 adds, Hmm, I don't think all girls smell alike. Also, never smelled no quote-unquote copper-smelling cooter. And Buzz underscore Lightyear adds, Try a dirty butthole, brah. <laughs> and Sandalton writes, I love Asian girls. From my experiences, their vages have no smell-slash-taste. No smell-slash-taste equals the best smell-slash-taste. Yeah, and we'll go from that thread to a new thread, again in the more general category subform, subform miscellaneous, in a thread started by J90 entitled, Is the cum supposed to fall back out of her vagina? And it goes like this. Whenever I come inside my girlfriend, about 30 seconds later, it all splooges back out. Brackets, she's on injection. 99% effective. You mad? Anyways, not exactly complaining, but is that what the injection does? I know it thickens the walls so maybe it can't get through so it dribbles back out again? And Winter Fresh adds, Please make sure she stays on the shot. You should never have kids. And Pin writes, You're supposed to cork it up when finished. Doesn't sex ed teach this shit anymore? And Jacko16 writes, Keep telling yourself 99%, brah. And he adds the URL babynames.com. And the underscore phobia writes, Sorry, brah, that's not normal. It means your GF is sleeping around. With a guy who has a larger penis than you, Seven periods. Sorry you had to find out this way. Three periods. And Dan the Man adds, Yep, girls have to stand on their hands if they want to get pregnant. If not, it just all runs out. And B14 Josh writes, Are you retarded? Where do you think it goes? She doesn't fucking absorb your semen, dude. My girl has to sit on the pot for a few minutes and let it drain out. Ha ha! And Tenechniv writes, your GF's vagina is rejecting the cum because she wants to reject you. And Hydrochloric writes, 
I think this shot may be interfering with her vagina goblin. The vagina goblin works the valves of the vagina. He controls what goes in and out. Usually when you come in a girl, the vagina goblin opens up a channel into a giant dumpster. The giant dumpster is in her uterus. The dumpster is full of all the cum that's ever been squirted into your dear girlfriend. Sometimes the dumpster overflows and this can lead to a baby. That's why girls are called cum dumpsters. It appears her vagina goblin is sleeping on the job. All the cum you put into her should be there to stay. You should talk to her gynecologist about this. The end. And we'll go from that thread to a new thread in the bodybuilding.com forums, subform more general category, subform miscellaneous, in a thread started by C underscore Kent, entitled, Would you, for asterisk, a homeless woman for $3 million? And it goes like this. Would you have sex with a homeless woman for $3 million? I would think about it. And addicted to oats ads. Yeah, I'd spit the money with her too. Grinning emoticon. And C underscore Kent replies. What if she was disease infested? Or her cooch ended up devouring your cock? And Nick the Nomad writes. With a condom? I'd do it for 100000 And Magic Ninja adds. Maybe I've just met some truly heinous homeless women, but I'm going to have to say hell no. I work third shift, and one of my main jobs is keeping the homeless out. Most homeless women smell worse than anything I could ever imagine. Plus, they usually have mustaches with weird crust stuck in them. And Lord knows what kind of vermin are crawling around them. You keep your three mil, and I'll keep my health and sanity. And Thordic writes, bareback for $75. And C underscore Kent replies, you'd have to kiss them on the mouth and P-I-I-T-B, which stands for put it in the butt. And Build Up Now replies, three million? Hell yeah. You raise the price way too high. You should say like 10,000 or something. Dude, people eat live bugs and worms and maggots and flies and bugs and maggots and flies for a chance to win 50K on Fear Factor. And it's not even guaranteed that they will win the 50K. Doing a homeless lady? You can always imagine other stuff. And Golf Guy adds, How about doing a homeless guy who hasn't taken a shower for six months? Grinning emoticon. And Craven Morehead writes, I rape homeless women because that's how I roll. And C underscore Kent replies to Craven Morehead, Ha 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 ha. And Flat adds, If the money was guaranteed, then I'd even rim the skank. Fresh Mint Blue adds, You should have asked if you would go down on a homeless woman who has not washed herself for an eternity and has green pus coming out of her deceased-written pussy. They meant to say disease-ridden, but they wrote disease-written pussy. And now I will have some tune. And Morocco Man adds, three million? I could live the rest of my life with that. I'd fucking eat her poo. Shit, that's 4K a month for the rest of my life. And Lethal on Guitars writes, of course I would. Who wouldn't? If she got pregnant, you could pay for the abortion and buy her a new baby or something. She's homeless. What's she gonna care? And Rapscallion adds, Better yet, you could just kill her. Nobody's gonna know. A better question is whether we'd kill her after we fucked her. We'd all say yes for the money. And Wildfucker writes, Could I wear, like, virtual reality goggles so it looks like I'm fucking a hot chick? Then I'd consider it. And guys, tone it down with the crusty mustache and poo-eating shit. I just eat chicken and I'm gonna throw it back up. And Vince the K writes, I'd lick the filth off the skin around her 
puss and then go deep and be kissing her on the mouth while I'm thrusting and tasting the delicious mixture of cigarettes and the bacteria growing from not having brushed your teeth in several months. Then when I pull out and all of this yellow shit had attached itself to my schlong, I'd give her the cream, I'd give her the cream surprise in the face. All for probably 500 bucks. I've seen hot homeless women. And Beowulf adds, Three mil? I'd fuck a homeless dude for that. Well, maybe not. And Pro Buck adds, You mean all this time? I could have been getting paid? And we'll leave that thread and go to a new thread in the forum, subforum, more general categories of forum miscellaneous in a thread story by Be Happy, entitled Fighting Bully Question. And it goes like this. Okay, so I'm an average kid that works out, right? I've worked harder over the weeks, not fat at all. In fact, I was an ectomorph, though I don't look too much like it anymore. Anyway, there's this fat bully in school. He thinks he works out, though. His chest and arms are pretty big, even for a fat guy. He is pretty damn fat, so I think I might be able to take him on with the speed. But I've seen him in action when he plays paintball. He is hella fast. Not like super fast. But he is pretty quick for his size, but I'm sure he's not faster than me. I know how to box. I've had matches and such, but I don't know how to respond when he starts swinging his arms forward wildly. I can't block it, but I can dodge it, but I can't seem to move fast enough to go around him and get a good hit. He is big, but his arms are big enough to cover his whole body while he's punching, so there's no open space to get him. Is there any way to combat this? My boxing skills won't help. My trainer says he only knows how to stop someone when they charge you, but not when they're swinging wildly. I also have another question to ask. I know the answer to this one might be karate or judo or something, but is there a way to fight a mob or a gang that comes up to you or surround you? I've only been trained to fight one-on-one. And Nitro X2 writes, Kick him in the fat nuts. And Sneaky replies, You're from NY. Shit. Be tough. And Neo Anthony writes, I've been in situations quite like yours, except in my cases, I'm most of the time, I am the stronger slash taller one. Brackets, people think small looking people are weak. Lol. Fat people have no endurance. After like 10 seconds, his adrenaline will drop and he will be very much out of breathe. Catch him straight in the jaw and he will drop. That's how mine and all of the fights I've seen are. I've been told getting hit in the jaw cuts circulation J from the brain. But yeah, every quote unquote strong punch to the jaw will put them out. Trust me, if all your power and body are into the punch, then timber! Knock his ass out. And Metaphor X writes, You need a new trainer then. A trained boxer should have a field day with someone that throws wild haymakers. And what do you mean by quote-unquote matches? And Woden writes, Just use your technique and try your best. You have to fight him anyway. If you lose, take it like a man. Bullies hate people like that because they are almost always cowards. And Torker writes, Multiple people you're not going to win a fight against. Your best bet is to somehow get him on the ground. I don't know what else to say besides the fact that you'll probably lose. And Neo Anthony replies, If you're fighting like one versus four, there's no way in hell you're walking away with scratches and bruises. If they know what the hell they are doing, then you're pretty much screwed. Unless you can block like five fists coming at you. Better off running. LOL. Hollywood is BS. And be happy questions. What if he's done cardio a lot? I mean, he plays paintball. That's kind of like cardio. But he's still fat, so even if he's done cardio, he should have lost weight. I guess I will just have to taunt him and let him chase me around a bit. What if he only swings when I am close enough to get hit? At that point, I won't be able to move out of the way fast enough. And Animal only adds, throw a dumbbell at his fat face. 
And And Yo writes, If this guy is being an ass, then simply attempt to be the bigger man by not getting involved. His mouth will get him into trouble one day or another. If you simply have no choice and you cannot walk away from the matter, aim for the bottom of his chin and dodge those big arms by getting inside. As for your second question, multiple attackers such as the one we face in Aikido training is called Randori. It takes years upon years of practice and patience to get both the rhythm and timing down, and I'm not even close to being great at it. When it comes to gang situation, your best option is to run and run fast. You don't want to be on the losing end of this. Believe me. In Aikido, you must learn to relax and use no, quote-unquote, forward force of your own, but the attacker's own energy to both overpower him and immobilize him. And believe me, it does work. And work well. But ultimately, the best defense is to not fight at all. Good luck and play it smart, man. And crazy ads. Go watch some UFC slash Pride videos and learn. And Woden replies again. Bump. I would say the most people anyone could take at one time is two or three at the most. And that is if they are a lot stronger and a better fighter. And the people don't come at them all at once. Not that I have a lot of experience or anything. Just basing off what I've seen. Edit. You should also note that the second people gang up on you, all quote-unquote rules about fighting that you might have go out the window. If more than one person attacks you, you go for the balls and soft tissue. And if there is a board or a pipe lying around, you get that. And be happy replies. So if I'm not Jackie Chan, I can't take on like five guys. Would swinging wildly in circles help? I mean, it could confuse them and maybe land a few hits if they get close, but then my endurance can't hold off five people. Okay, I'm going to try to take on Calvin, brackets the fat dude. I'll let him run out of oxygen, then hit him with some heavy hits. I still need to be concerned about getting jumped by his friends, though. My friends aren't bodyguards, can't be there for me 24-7 like my mom. It's not like she's going to fight them off with his high heels and purse. And Iron Ike writes, Well, I can't speak for all bullies, but it seems that a lot of them are pussies at heart themselves. That's why most of the time they pick on weaker, smaller guys. Brackets, I'm not saying small guys can't fight. They can, but it seems to be a general stereotype, knowing they won't do anything back because they assume you'll be afraid of the bigger man. So when you start to show them that you're not turds in their toilet bowl, brackets, standing up for yourself, they might just go away. Why exactly is this guy picking on you? Did you do something to upset him, or is he just an ass? Oh my god. And Woden adds, You could get a switchblade and hope his friends are really pussies. It depends on what kind of people they are, and what kind of area you live in, etc. If they are the wrong kind of people for the situation, you could just escalate, and that would be very, very bad. But on the other hand, they could piss themselves and never look at you again. And Neo Anthony replies, Do what I do. Get all the homeboys and their friends and everyone and tell the other guy to meet me somewhere. If you got a grip of people, then most likely it will be one-on-one. If you don't, then his friends will probably just drop all you guys and you guys would most likely be in the hospital. Or catch him at school like during break when he's walking somewhere alone. Confront him and do it one-on-one. Don't even try to be a hero and take him and all his friends. All you'll get is a ass beating. No way out of a jumping. And be happy replies. He is just a bully with his stupid gang, quote unquote, owning our school grounds. He beats people up for money and has only gone to juvie slash jail four times in a total of the dozens of times he's mugged other people. Sometimes he just beats for fun with this stupid car, which isn't even that great. And Neo Anthony replies again. Do what I said, man. Catch him when he's alone. If he's got a true gang, then don't mess with him. You mess with a true G, then you're just going to get jumped and most likely killed. If he's a fake poser, do then knock him out and let that be the end of it. But yeah, from all the gang squabs that go down and the end of the person without a gang gets totally screwed. And Be Happy writes, 
Oh, man. Well, I guess I'd rather take shit for one more year of high school than screw with more people. It really doesn't seem worth it, I guess. <laughs> so stupid. And Iron Ike replies, like the others have said, if it's a real gang and you do happen to own this chump, there's a good chance he'll come back for revenge. Only this time, one of you would end up with more than just a bloody noise or black eye. Definitely consider if there is even the slightest hint that he won't go away after you fight him once. I guess you could try to avoid him or if things get too out of hand, get help from an adult and be happy ads. I don't want to look like a pussy though. If I tell an elder, I'll probably have to change schools. But is there a way I can get a bully's respect without joining the gang or anything? How can I look tough? I'm pretty strong, but I don't look like Mr. Olympia. Nothing that impressive. But I do have muscles 60% of the guys in my schools didn't even know they had. And Military Man adds, To answer your question on fighting multiple people, here are a few tips. Get some serious martial arts training. Learn to get hit. Brackets, because most likely you will get hit. Fight dirty because there is no other way to take on more than two people. Go for the eyes, balls, pressure points, use weapons. Try to take out the biggest slash strongest one first. Then the rest will get more scared and might even back off. Move fast and don't waste time. When fighting multiple people, even a second wasted could cost you your life. Do not get surrounded. Try to always know where each one of them is and keep them in front of you. Try to fight one at a time and move in such a way that you use them against each other can't really explain it in detail without showing it in real life. Try to use your surroundings, trees, walls, rocks, sand, chairs, anything that might help you. But the best tip I can give you is to just run. It's not worth being a hero and trying to fight multiple people no matter how good of a fighter you are. The one who runs will always fight again. And Iron Ike adds, if you don't want to look like a pussy, just try to avoid him. You don't have to say something like, quote unquote, hey man, let's go this way. You see that guy over there? Yeah, I don't want to mess with him. To your buddies, just keep it casual. When does he bully you anyway? Lunch, hallways, parking lot, all? And Be Happy adds, I see him in the morning. He asks me for money. If I don't give him, he punches me in the stomach and walks away. I don't want to start anything. I see him in the hallways, but I manage to avoid him most of the time. At lunch, I definitely see him sit in the library while he bullies some other kids. Then after school are the worst days of my life. He scares me by threatening to run me over while he drives by, tries to impress girls by bossing me around, making me dance, etc. He is, after all, two years older than me, and it's not only me either. He bullies a lot of other people the same way. He followed me home once, and I was so scared to even stay inside the house, even though I'm always safe in here. And Woden asks, Do you think the other kids he pushes around would be willing to back you up? Would you have more people than his little gang? And Be Happy adds, No, they would not support me, and no, we would still not outnumber his gang. He has at least 700 friends in this town at his disposal, but I'm not sure every single one would show up just to beat up one kid like me. Okay, so if anything goes down, I will let everyone know tomorrow around this time. Unless I'm dead. Ugh. <laughs> Be Happy returns to the thread to add. Okay, so it's 7.30. I just got home. The guy pissed me off so bad, I swear I didn't want to fight. Remembering this thread, I kind of got overconfident. So I beat the guy's ass after school. <laughs> 20 minutes later, he pulls over on the corner while I'm walking home. Rather, I was actually running because I was kind of scared of what I did. So the four guys get out of his car and start going at me. And so I don't know what else to do. So I instinctively run. I tried to think at the same time, but it was kind of hard, you know. So I ran into this digital store where they sell TVs and such. I explained to the guys working there that these guys were chasing me. So they call the police and the police arrive and stay for about half an hour until we realize we can't really do anything yet. They won't even track him down or anything, but it seems like they were gone. I asked for a ride home and they dropped me off of the corner across from my house because it's a one-way street so i walk down the block and i feel lonely except the guys are right there when i'm almost home they proceeded to advance toward me so i just got back from the hospital 
I got about two dozen stitches on different parts of my body. The knives they used were like two centimeters long, I swear. But the doctor said they hit my head a lot, and I would have gotten a skull fracture or something like that. So either the cops get them first on Monday or they'll get me. Looks like I'm going to stay in my room all weekend. And finally, we'll end this episode with a thread, again in the more general category subform, subform miscellaneous, in a thread started by 50 Cent, entitled, J-Lo is an overrated retard. And it goes like this. Is anybody tired of her? Anybody who thinks she is the sexiest woman alive, like some magazines say, should have their penis crushed by a truck. I can name 10 women that look better than her fat ass. 1. Elizabeth Hurley. 2. Nikki Taylor. 3. Sandra Bullock. Brackets with her long hair like in Forces of Nature. 4. Shania Twain. 5. Carmen Electra. 6. Ella Benitez. 7. Jennifer Aniston. 8. My Girlfriend. 9. Paula Jones. 10. Monica Lewinsky. And the list goes on and on. Honestly, I wouldn't touch J-Lo. Ben Lowe and J-Lo can kiss my ass. And D&G writes, You said you were going to name 10, but you only named 8. And 50 Cent replies, Count backwards, you'll see it's 10. And Cross writes, Counting backwards or forwards, I still count 8. Grinning emoticon. And Johns writes, I agree, I'm tired of looking at her too. She's everywhere. Talk about overexposure. She's not so great. I can think of a lot more than 10 that blow her away. Brief list off the top of my head. Naomi Watts, Laura Herring, Monica Bellucci, Jennifer Connelly, Natasha Hetridge, Anna Paquin, Elizabeth Hurley, Dinah Mayer, Re- Rebecca Romaine Stamos, Leticia Casta, Salma Hayek, Rosario Dawson, Katie Holmes, Michelle Wilde, Melody Magic, Carrie Ann Moss, Ali Larder, Eliza Dushku, Kirsten Dunst, Christina Aguilera, Josie Moran, Catherine Heigl, Madchen Amick, Sherilyn Fenn, Marla Sokoloff, Christy Taylor, Vanessa Shaw, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Kathleen Robinson, Samantha Fox, Estella Warren, Catherine Bell. How's that for starters? And Joe78 replies, I'm still only seeing eight, too. And Justin writes, I might be going blind because I see eight also. And BPP writes, I see eight, and I still think JLo is incredible. Smiley face emoticon. And Roti adds, all she has going for her is that pooper, in my opinion anyways. Other than that, every time she spoke, I would think I have to smash her in the chops. And she isn't that great looking. And 50 Cent replies, honestly, guys, are you telling me that there are not 10 people on that list? Go print out my post and ask your friends. There are 10, grinning emoticon. Yeah, J-Lo is overexposed, but she likes all that attention, and that's what pisses me off. And Adrenaline 18 Stud writes, I give J-Lo's new CD three stars out of five. I'd get Joy Enriquez's album instead. As I said before, it's better. And Vigilance underscore X writes, How can you only see eight? He numbered them one through ten. And Too Skinny adds, You had me until Monica Lewinsky. And Roti adds, Shit, man, that Paula Jones is one ugly snapper head too. I mean, she has gouged my own eyeballs out with a rusty spoon gross. And Adrenaline 18 Stead adds, Well, they are hot except for Jennifer Aniston, Monica Lewinsky, and Shania Twain. And 50, <laughs> and 50 Cent adds, I know, right? Shania Twain and Jennifer Aniston aren't hot? Are you deaf? And Roti adds, Yeah, they are pretty fucking edible in my books. And Big Lift's CNU replies, Little bit more than looks to a person. I'm sure half of those women on that list have shitty personalities because they think they are celebs. That is the biggest turnoff to me. <laughs> Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. What do you think? Are you going to sign up at 
bodybuilding.com forums. You know, if you're into weightlifting, there is a lot of information about weightlifting there at bodybuilding.com. Uh, and there's a lot of people discussing bodybuilding on the forums, not just people talking about dumb stuff. But with most searches, if you search for a dumb topic, someone on bodybuilding.com has discussed it at some point, and it's, uh, it's pretty entertaining, uh, which is why I decided to read from it. I was surprised that that bullying thread actually ended in the dude being slashed by uh, the fat bully and that the cops didn't want to drop him off in front of his house, <laughs> which seems like a, uh, a bad decision by the police. He survived, apparently. And the thread, that thread went on with people suggesting he tried different martial arts and whatever. But yeah, that's not great. So this episode is finally out. This is probably the longest break I've ever had from putting out an episode. Uh, unfortunately, work just got super in the way. But I was in Europe for a little over a week. So that was exciting. And if anyone watched League of Legends finals, it was uh, pretty cool to be in Berlin and, and see it all. And I did have time. That's where I edited most of this episode because I had it, but I didn't have my microphone to record the ending and I didn't really have free time to record anything anyway. But that was a crazy trip. I ended up getting stuck in Amsterdam for 18 hours because I missed my flight. Uh, We missed a connecting flight. So we took advantage of what Amsterdam has to offer. That's always a nice thing. It's a very pretty city. But uh, and all the places I stopped at were pretty uh, or interesting at least. Uh, We went to Brussels and Berlin and... 18 hours in Amsterdam. Anyway, back on the wagon, podcasting-wise, still off the wagon, fun-wise, I guess. I don't know how to describe that. Uh, Still off the wagon, substance (laughs) abuse-wise. Anyway, so hopefully more episodes to come in the near future. In podcast news, still have some magnets. I got some magnet requests while I was in Europe, and I have managed to catch up on those and send them out. I still have... Really went overboard the last time I ordered magnets, so I still have about 30 or 40 magnets left. If you've ever thought, you know what? I could use a magnet of loose face on my refrigerator or other metal surface. If that's the case, well, then please ask for a magnet by sending an email to loureads at gmail.com and give me your address and your name, and I will try to send you a magnet. That's the agreement that we have. Okay, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Lou Reads. It's been a long time coming. I hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully I'll have a new episode up before you can say where the fuck is the next episode. So without any further ado, my name is Lou. This has been Lou Reads the Internet for you. Bodybuilding.com edition. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>